But um, there's actually something that I wanted to ask you, and that's a topic for tonight that came out of that situationship, that um, getting your perspective and hearing your views on it. And there's something that you said during a live, I believe, mm -hmm. that Cece heard that we definitely want to pick your brain on. So let's get it going. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, if y'all ready, I got to take a shot to y'all. Go and take a shot. Oh, we don't have another go. shot. Go, go, go. I've drank enough of all three of us. Don't there you go. Definitely. Yes. And on that note, welcome back to another episode of So Problematic. This is your girl, Cece. And Jay. And we have our friend here with us tonight. Um, I'm actually loving that sign in the back of you. Yes. Bar Ringold. Okay. I see you. Yeah, that's so Problematic. Nothing to do with that. <laughs> tell us a little bit more about yourself and yes. introduce yourself oh okay so my name is Ringold I'm the host of We Need to Talk 23 um, which is a podcast that touches on all of the subjects that a lot of other podcasters and people like to duck um, of course I try to keep it clean because of my job <laughs> but clean, clean in terms of what I speak on and how I speak on certain topics but I still like to touch on everything um, uh, you know originally from New Jersey currently live in a DC area now mm. uh, father married uh, actually in two weeks to make 10 years for us um, father of three sons um, I mean what else what else you want to know <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up um so yeah so to get into the topic tonight um I heard you make a statement and I think someone pinned it on their live at the time where you stated um that your wife changed your life mm -hmm. so we want to get into what that actually entails what does that mean what did she change you know, get into that because that can that can carry a lot because we don't know where you came from to be the man that you are today. And how did she impact you? And how did she like, impact yeah, you? Yeah. And did you really want that change first before mm -hmm. she came into your life? Mm -hmm. So definitely, we're going to tap into that. Let's go. <laughs> I'll start here. Um, she changed my life. Well, one, I grew up in a West Indian household, um, you know, single mother. And, and and this is very important to my story. Uh, so I grew up, was always taught that, you know, men don't cry, boys don't cry, all that type stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've had relationships before my wife, but I never felt comfortable as far as emotionally with any other female the way that I did with my wife. Mm -hmm. The beginning, you know, where I say she changed my life was, you know, I, I opened up to her. And the way that I knew that she was the one for me was that I, um, it was my brother's anniversary. My brother passed 
in 99. It was my brother's anniversary and I actually cried in front of my wife. And I think outside of my mother or grandmother, that was the first time I've ever cried in front of a female. Oh, wow. It was, you know, because all my life, it just, you know, push your emotions down and everything. Definitely. So, you know, when, and I tried to fight it as best I could and the tears just started coming and it was just like, okay. So then from there, just like, all right, and I think this was before we got married, but from there, it was just like, okay, um, I'm still me. I still wanted to run the streets and do all of these other things. And my wife is six years younger than me. First <laughs> woman that I've dated that was younger than me. I usually date women that are older than me. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So she was the youngest. And she challenged me at all of these little different places that most people didn't. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation. And I'm just looking at her like, all right, I met her when she was 19. That was, <laughs> sounds bad, but she was 19, I was 25. You know, she yeah. was, no, I didn't pull her R. Kelly, no bullshit like that. No, 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 I thought our conversations wouldn't match up. We mm-hmm. actually sat in the car and we talked and I didn't think it was gonna go anywhere, but the conversation, I was so intrigued by her mind and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh shit. So then, you know, more conversations we had, I thought I still wanted to, as you said on your live tonight, I thought I, thought I still wanted to be a whore, still wanted to run the streets. Yeah. You know, she intrigued me so much. It's just like, all right, maybe I need to slow down and see what this young, you know, what this young woman has to offer me. So when I say she changed me, like she changed me emotionally, one, because I learned to open up and cry in front of her and things like that now i also always say every time i mention this i don't run around crying for anything just like oh my god you know you know i don't know i couldn't right. when i went to the mall yeah i'm not crying over nonsense if i'm crying in front of her it there's something behind it yeah yeah I understand. like that so that's how she changed my life okay no because i think that that's a big thing when it comes to men um and them stating that they want to change or a woman has helped them change a lot of people don't see the the underlying you know what i'm, you know what I'm trying to say like the underlying um emotion behind it because my husband would probably say the same thing but he would probably be like oh well no i was already in the mindset of changing before I met you like yeah. just to downplay that a woman came into your life and helped you see what you wanted for yourself what you felt like you now deserved because you didn't want to be that way anymore yeah. and mm-hmm. a lot of the, some men they 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 don't want to be vulnerable they don't want to admit very true to that so I wanted to bring that out and be like well why is it why does it seem like such a weak thing for men to admit that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to say that this woman that you are now either married to or dating, engaged, she helped change you for the better, not for the worse. So why is it such a- Very true. Why is it such a bad thing? Because I think as men, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think as men, I think we see it as a, as a flaw or a weakness and we don't want to have that, that flaw or that weakness. Mm-hmm. And you know, even being married, you know, 10 years now, you know, I didn't, in the first five years, I, I'm sorry if I curse too much, but. You know. oh. oh, baby, you haven't heard I our podcast. I think you've seen our live. Oh, okay, okay, you know, but. Now um, you're going to see. <laughs> but, uh, but I know, I know in our, 
first five years or so, I know I know I did a lot of fucking up. And I didn't think it was gonna last. It was just like, all right, because um, you know, like there's an episode of Martin where he took off his ring after him and Gina got married and he wanted to see if he still had it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just like shit. Do I still have it? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm still trying to rip and run the streets and then come home, act like everything is okay. And at first it was just like, you know, you know, you can't keep doing this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm telling myself, like, she's not gonna leave. She's not gonna leave. Thankfully, she didn't leave me, but you know, there were times where I was pushing her out the door. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So much of, oh, well, why can't you stay? It was, nah, I'm doing all of this dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the front door. Before it might she might have been considering the front door, but now all of the silly shit that I'm doing is forcing her to look at the front door. Yeah. You know. But um I would I would say because I've kind of been in the same scenario and I'm hitting 10 years in December of being married. So right. and and I know I know the vulnerable side that he didn't want to show me. Mm-hmm. And um he's admitted obviously over time now that <clears throat> that you know I have changed him in certain areas of his life that he didn't know that he needed changing or right. that he, he didn't know that it can change for the better, I would say. So um, I think that he also, and I, I know he's probably gonna hear this and be like, oh my God, why are you telling that? But no, but he was, I think that he knew that I was walking out the door. Mm-hmm. I literally actually left. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, cause I was living here, we were engaged before marriage mm-hmm. and I was ready, I was out the door. And mm-hmm. he realized, like, wait a minute, I pushed her a little bit too far, mm-hmm. you know, like, because he was wanting to make sure that he still had it and test the waters and, you know, trying to still play the field when he really knew what he wanted. He just wanted to still see if he had it. And I'm just like, oh, well, we'll go find out <laughs> while I go over here. And um, so it's like just knowing that um, that she changed her life for the better. Is there anything from your past that you think you miss or think that you sometimes find yourself thinking about here and there? Because hmm. let's, let's be vulnerable. Let's be honest about it. I mean, yeah, there, there, there are some things that I think about. And it's, I mean, it, it, to me, it seems like small things because I still think about, you know, why have I been so afraid to, you know, to open up and be vulnerable? Because for the longest, my wife would call me an emotional cripple. <laughs> because <laughs> we, we had three boys. And, you know, at, at the birth, I was there for all three. You know, all, the birth of, um, well, I have two with my wife and one before my wife. But at the birth of all three of my sons, I didn't cry. Yeah. You know, I, really don't, I still, even now, I don't show a whole lot of emotion. Like if something's going wrong at home or in the marriage or whatever, my wife may be freaking out and I'm just the way I am now is how I am during the situation. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, it seems like you don't care. It's not that I don't care. I just don't react the same way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I said when we first met, yes, I was an emotional cripple. I didn't give a shit. It was just like, oh, you're going to leave. All right. Well, we're just dating. So what? And, you know, you'll be back. And now it's just like, you know, so I, I wonder why it took me so long to, you know, to open up to, 
not just her, but to anybody. But I'm glad I was able to really open up with her and anybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. I like the, I like the fact that anyway, you said something that was very profound there. And mm-hmm. it is the sense of I don't react the way you want me to react. Yeah. Because I'm dramatic as hell. I'm dramatic as fuck. Let me tell you right now. My dramatic level is at the roof. Okay. And it runs in my blood. It didn't really I know. So on that level, I know for me, the person I'm with can't be dramatic. Has to be. And my ex-husband is like you. He's very stonic, where it was like he wasn't going to react. Mm-hmm. His, his reaction was more like, it's all right. It'll pass. Ain't that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's needed, though, if you don't know what I'm saying. It's kind of valid. Like, two people can't be as dramatic. But I had to also realize that because he wasn't reacting or another man wasn't reacting the way that I wanted him to, mm-hmm. didn't mean that he didn't care, like you said a while ago. It's just that that's just how you perceive it and how you react to it. Now, the main thing for tonight mm-hmm. was, you know, people always say you can't teach your old dog new tricks. Mm-hmm. Well, my last situation ship, um, <laughs> I remember... <laughs> Oh, that okay. Um, you know, that's for that man. <laughs> that's, that, that's for that man. Um, he made a comment in the beginning, and this should have been a red flag, but you know what? Sometimes you the, the flag look orange when the thing is sitting. But anyways, um the comment was, I'm setting my ways, Jill. Mm. And that speaks a lot to how somebody is going into that relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, hindsight 2020, now I know what he means by setting his, set way. his way. As like, he ain't changing shit about what he's going to do. So technically, he already told you. He already told me. But I feel like, and do you feel this way? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. When a man says he's set in his ways, is that a good thing, first of all? Or is that a bad thing? Second, do you feel like a man is willing to change those ways? That's who he's willing to change for. And if a man isn't willing to change his ways, should a woman bounce? I, I think, it's just, and this is just my opinion, I think it's bullshit when a man says that he's setting his ways. It's a defense mechanism because we, like I said, we don't want to show any vulnerability, any weakness or anything. So by you asking us certain things and if we're willing to change, especially in the beginning part of a, any relationship, we see it as, all right, well, I'm giving her, we're not thinking about it as we're bettering the relationship. We're seeing it more as I'm giving her this versus this is going to, you know, impact the relationship in the long term. So any guy, at least for me, in my opinion, when they say they're setting their ways, that's bullshit because we're willing to change for who and what we want to change for. Mm-hmm. I was doing what I was doing and I'm helping my wife see the front door. Mm-hmm. The only way I could get her to stay was to change. If I would if I would have stayed set in my ways, you know, I would have pushed her to the front door. But by me willing to change negative behavior, bad behavior, whatever the case was, it was like, okay. I had to change and I was willing to change to keep her around because I got, and I always tell my wife, you know, shit, we've been married 10 years now. Now it's to the death. <laughs> it's just like, we, you know, we, we made it this far. It's just like, shit, what, what can't we get through? And, you know, of course there are some things that are just automatic. That's it. Right. You know? 
but for the most part, it's just like I, I had to change. So guys, most guys, if they're honest with themselves, hell yeah, we're, we're willing to change for who and what we want. Yeah, I was going to say he didn't want to change. He wasn't ready to change. Gotcha. For somebody to say that, I just, like you said, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't want to change and he wanted you to accept what he had going on. And if yep. you accepted it and kept going with it, he would have been like, okay, I ain't got to change. Exactly. Then you would have been okay with it. So exactly. you feel like it's the woman needs to balance or even a man. I mean, I say this a woman. Let me be, you know, we're going to have the men that involved. What about the women? So <laughs> they love doing that. So man or woman, right? Um, if they're not willing to change those ways that are not going to be productive to a relationship, that, that the other person should balance to protect their sanity. It, it, I mean, it all honestly, it all depends on what the person is willing to put up with because yeah. some people are willing to, if they see potential in that person, they would be willing to deal with and stick with, with a whole lot of shit. Because like I said, I know my wife was you know, willing to stick through and deal with my ass because I know I'm a lot to deal with. And I'll say that. And I know she can hear me. She's in the other room. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it, it, it just depends because and, and, and any honest man to say this, I'm 100% honest. I know that there's other options out there better not better that's not my decision to make if it's better or not better but there are other options out there that would probably be less headache male or female right and all those types of things so it's just if a person wants to balance it it just depends on what they're willing to put up or what they can put up with because like i said if you see potential in this person you already know nothing nothing good comes from anything easy if you got to work at it that, that's where all of the, you know, all right, good. I'm glad I stuck with it and got what I got out of it. Like I said, him saying that he was set in his ways, is just bullshit because if, and I'll say this for him, if you would have stayed and allowed him to be set in his ways, if you brought that conversation up later on and say, well, I want you to change this. Oh shit. You, I told you I was set in my ways and you dealt with it. Very the, true. That part is very true. Five years, however long it is. So it, it just depends, but it just depends on the person if they're willing to stick around and work through or deal with whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. Very true. That's what I, I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that because that is exactly how I felt towards the end. Or and I feel like with anything at this point is staying too long in what doesn't serve you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what and that's what that's what our lives is really about tonight, believe it or not. Yeah, it went it totally, totally left. left. I, it went into an episode of. <laughs> I was like, like, yeah, we're going to keep it up 24 hours and get rid of that 24 hours because I don't think I'm going to shit up too long. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but not just that, but also I would say when it comes to men, because you also hit a key point there when it comes to communication. Um, well, you know, first of all, let me ask this question. What island? What's, what's your nationality there? What island? Guyanese. Guyanese? Guyanese. Okay, okay. No Guyanese, okay. Um, you had a point where a lot of with island families, the men are a baby, but they're very much taught to not show that emotion. 
Yeah. And to not express that because you're supposed to provide. You're supposed to be there. You're supposed to, you know, I, my dad always told my brothers and told them I was saying that was a man don't belong in a woman's argument, mm -hmm. meaning don't argue with your wife. And I get that. Don't argue, but you got to communicate, communicate with her because some people take that as in don't talk, don't get into no discussion. Yeah. You know, True. like what steps did you take to really get through that? Because that's something that is like engraved. In a, in a boy's mind. I mean, and did you do that with your sons? Did you, or did you break that mold? Did you break the cultural um, norm with that? Uh, for for me, I I broke the mold with uh, with my sons because communication for me. I'm not a big talker, which is weird. Why I do podcasting? You know, my wife kind of helped push me into it because for me, everything, like I said, for me, I internalize everything and I keep everything and just push it down. Mm -hmm. So it was an issue. Even now, I'm, I'll be honest and say that even now, if something is bothering me, it'll take, if it's bothering me today, my wife will find out about it next week. <laughs> because I just, you know, I like the whole stuff. It's not <laughs> you know, and it's not trying to keep it from her. It's just like, all right, I'm trying to find a way to work through it myself. Right. Because you know, for me, I don't, I like to, I don't like to feel like I'm complaining. And my wife always tells me it's not complaining. It's us. You know what I mean? But for me, I always, that that's how I see it. It's just like, I don't want to ask for help unless I truly need it. Now I'm not going to wait until the last minute and say, okay, I need help. No, 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 no. If I feel a certain way, you know, if I'm in a certain mood or whatever the case is, mm -hmm. I'll, you know, I, I'll have to let my wife know right away. But in the beginning, communication it was I wouldn't say shit you know it's just <laughs> all right you want to do what? okay and I wouldn't say anything right so with my boys is like I said I have three boys 20 15 and nine mm -hmm. so what I told them was like look don't be you know everybody always say oh, I want to be like my father when I grow up blah 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 whatever male figure is in their life right. I was telling my kids don't be like me as far as emotions go, I told him if something is bothering you, talk, get that shit out. Cause I said, you know, for me, luckily I had good, I had good males around me, some in the streets and, you know, shit like that. But I had good dudes around me that kept me away from certain things and stuff like that. But I always tell them, I always tell my boys, you got to talk. Holding that shit in is going to, is going to consume you and especially now they deal with shit a whole lot different than the laws and rules in school all everything is so different very, very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. if you explode in school now they want to lock you up and all this other shit at least when i was coming up in the 90s and stuff if you explode in school suspend his ass for two three days he'll be back you know and and that's it so mm -hmm. now my wife and i because my wife um has a degree in psychology, <laughs> but she, you know, her, we tell them, talk to us. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to talk to us about anything, girls, condoms, sex, whatever you want to talk Everything. about. Yeah. yeah. I'm very blunt with my boys. I have two boys. One just turned 18. The other one is turning eight. They're 10 years apart. I'd be very blunt, especially with the oldest one. I'm like, you better put that motherfucking condom on right now. Yeah. You feel like you need to go out that door and do what you need to do. Put it on and make sure you wash your dick real good. Make sure. Listen, I, I get down to the nitty. And my husband knows, like, he has his private conversations. But I'm like, from a woman, I tell him, don't no females want no nasty ass little dick. 
<laughs> I no, I'm telling you, if you don't be honest with him, listen, boys out here thinking that pumping and that's it. No, that's not it. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm very blunt. I, I definitely tell him to express him, his feelings himself. Um, and my son went through a lot of things. So I, I'm very, very open with him because he lost his father. So mm -hmm. my son is, is, you know, his bonus father. So um, I definitely tell him to just be honest, yeah. express yourself. If yeah. you're feeling some type of way, say it. And I was, I was raised in a Christian, a very strict Christian home. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I was told to shut about, up, uh -huh. close your mouth, don't back talk, all of that. So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. I definitely didn't want to be, I didn't yep. want to shut him down. What is a dick? You don't know what that is. I didn't know what it was. Nope. Don't know and once I got to it, it was trouble. Baby. <laughs> now you see, I have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I have a daughter and let me tell you, um, yeah, she's very vocal. I don't see myself having a problem with that. Yeah. Because she's like me. She's my mini me. She's not, she's going to talk her shit. Mm -hmm. I just got to make sure that mm, mm -mm, that one ain't easy. Yeah, she'll tell me. She'll tell me straight up. She's like, mom, I'm, I'm not in the mood to listen to you today. Mm -hmm. And as much as I love Fair. her, yeah, she'll say shit like that. As much as I love her expressing herself, you're not in the mood to, mm -hmm. but you're going to listen though. So I got to kind of help her with that. And she gets older. She's only three. So right now I'm just listening to her you talk. You got a long way to go. I'm, I'm just listening to her talk her little shit and just enjoy her little voices, to be honest with you right now. Yeah. But um, <laughs> y'all put that watch. I'm sorry, there. I did. But yeah, being raised in, for me, I am, <laughs> she did. I am um, Jamaican, you know, yeah. Um, and as well as my dad's a pastor. So, mm -hmm. and I'm the only girl out of 14 grandkids. It was all boys and one girl. So, wow. you know, in my family, it was like protect the vagina. So yeah. with that, I lost my virginity to my husband when I got three weeks after my wedding, not even wedding night, three weeks after my wedding. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, he was waiting after that. And, you know, so for me, it was... Be honest, my mom was like, express yourself. But the problem that I've learned with that was my mother was like you, breaking the mold that she wanted me to express myself. That's why people say you're, you're not with the shit, you don't give a fuck. It's because my mom has taught me, talk your shit. Mm -hmm. But my mom had to teach me that outside of me and your dad, people are not going to be used to you doing that, especially in my culture. My grandma used to tell me to shush up. Yeah. And my mom used to be like, speak up. So I get conflicting views. So I commend you for doing that because- Coming from where I am, when my parents told me to talk your shit, talk up, but in a respectable way, yeah. you know, as an adult, I don't care now, but as a child, I did. Right. And, um, you know, it really makes you feel like you're heard, but it also improves on the future for my daughter. I'm teaching her talk your shit in a respectable manner to be heard correctly mm -hmm. and not as ignorant. Um, so that is definitely much needed. Definitely. Definitely needed as a man's perspective. And, you know, I do wish more men would vocalize their emotions because there is a lack of that. There's a lack of just saying how you feel, but how should a woman, like, how should we come off to a man? Cause many times y'all hide y'all shit for days <gasps> or y'all will say things like, don't worry about it. Uh, ain't no big deal. And that irritates the shit out of me. So part of me working on myself, reflecting of handling how y'all do that shit. You need to help me out, bro. Let me know. 
what do I need to do? And women can hear this mm-hmm. when a man is like, don't worry about it. When we know you guys are internalizing it, like, should we give you your space? Should we give you your time? Should we not, should we forget about it? Like, what should we do in that sense? Each, I mean, each guy, each guy is different, believe it or not. I mean, yeah. I, like, I'm an Aquarius and my wife is a Cancer. So, you know, for me, I like to have my space, but my wife is more like, no, no, we need to talk about now. What's wrong with you? You got to tell me, you got to tell me. And at times, and I guess we've been dating for 18 years, but been married 10. So at this point, it's just like, all right, you know, in my head, I'm telling myself, I want her to leave me alone. But then at the same time, if she leaves me alone, just like, then, then we turn into the babies. Like, well, how come you're not checking on me? Exactly. So, Oh, you! Oh, you didn't care. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I mean, it it really depends on the guy. Because for me, I you know, my wife would get the conversation out of me, but by asking. Because for me, it's rare, and my wife doesn't tell anybody. It's rare that I'll go up to her and just tell her, "This is what's wrong with me." Mm -hmm. If she asks then I'll give it to her. But if she doesn't ask, I'm not going to volunteer, you know, what's wrong with me. I'll soak around. And like you said, we're internalizing everything. I'm big on that because I still fight that good fight of the way I was raised versus how I'm trying to raise my boys. Um, Like, for example, someone posted, I think it was yesterday, about disciplining your kids. I saw you, you all's comments about it. And my thing is, too, I grew up getting my ass whooped. And for me, it took a while for me to separate the two because everything doesn't warrant a beating. Is you know, certain shit you listen to the conversation. Very true. Hear what your kids have to say and, and different things like that. But for me, it was like you said, oh shut up, you know, there's grown folks conversation, blah, 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 whatever the case is. And I would get my ass whooping. It's just like I don't even know what I did to get that ass whooping. And so now with my kids. I try to tell my kids, no, I'm the quiet one. My wife is out front. And I tell everybody, I play my role. My wife is out front. The kids know if I get up out the chair, if I stand up or something, I'm like, oh, shit. Now we know we're in trouble for real. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and, that's, and that's what it is, you know. But, yeah. you know, we, you know, back to the original question, but we do internalize everything. And it just depends on the guy. Like, I like for my wife to ask what's wrong. And, and things like that so that I can give it to her. Because like I said, I still push things down and I'm not going to volunteer any information. Yeah, I, I noticed okay. that also. I think also with time of being with the person, mm-hmm. you kind of learn their habits. Yeah. Of when to kind of give them a moment. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, I, and I learned my husband, he needs a moment because sometimes he just want to think on it. And yeah. then I'll go back and I'll ask him and he, that's when he'll tell me. Gotcha. So I learned him enough to know his mood swings mm-hmm. to say, okay, let me give him a minute first before I dig deep into it. Cause I'm like your wife. I'm like, I need to know right now what's going on. Mm-hmm. Tell me now. That's amazing. So I, I had to know. learn him and be like, hold up, sis, give him a minute. Give him let a minute. him handle his situation by himself first and then go talk. Yeah. So, I think that's also that's also included in into that. So once you date the guy, you kind of get to know. Got you, got you. Because yeah, I, you said Aquarius. What February or January Aquarius? January. What do you are? January twenty third. Oh, I'm February twenty fifth. 
Okay, it's look at that. Pisces, but yeah, I thought you were February 25th. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so that that is very actually, you know, informative in learning who the person is because, yes. yeah, there are some men who just want their space and there are some where you can be like, hey, what's wrong? Because there is that wall that goes up. My dad always taught me to, you know, never make a man build up his wall too high where you can't help him knock it down. Yeah. Meaning, you know, sure. make sure that if you see him building that wall that you get in there because a lot of men aren't just going to move the bricks by themselves that they are getting that emotionally detached mm-hmm. from the situation shout out to my daddy because boy he be on one you know what i'm talking about same way he told me don't make a man tell you he don't want you twice daddy be on these things i'm getting sure it says that but for real um he's jamaican <laughs> go dying um he's down over there but yeah it is definitely important i feel like as women to listen because mm-hmm. i'm a talker so right now I am learning to shut the hell up mm-hmm. and let a man talk. But here's the thing. And have you felt this to where, because you're not so much of a talker that I won't say it's so much not respected, but your opinions or your views get overlooked anyway. Um, I mean, some, sometimes I, and I've learned this at home with my family Mm-hmm. And also, like I said, you all are family. We're all one podcast family now. But even in the podcast, if you look at any lives that I do with like Dell or any of the other people, even with our ladies there, when I, when I start talking, they go, oh, shit, he talking because I don't, you know, express mm-hmm. myself a whole lot. But because for me, I like to jump in. So even at home, if we're having a conversation, we could be out somewhere. Everybody would be talking. I'm in the corner. I got my drink. I'm good. (laughs) And when I speak up, the thing, the reason that I don't like to talk a whole lot is because when I speak up, everybody shuts up and turns around and looks at me. And it's just like, okay, I didn't need all of that attention. I just need y'all to hear me. Y'all didn't all have to stop what y'all were doing to see and hear me. Mm -hmm. I mean, in my relationship, my wife is the talker, you know? Yeah. But, but, but it's different, you know, and I tell everybody, my wife is the talker and I'm the muscle. <laughs> so no matter where we go and what we doing, she's talking because my, my wife is 5'2". She'll say 5'3". My wife is 5'2". I'm 6'2". That's for the shorties. And, and my wife is always talking about, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I told her, I was like, you, you know, you, you, talk, you talk a lot of shit. I said, but you know, I got your back no matter what. I'm never going to let anything happen to her. Nothing like that. Essential. And, That's essential. And, and everybody and a lot of people always go, you know, why does your wife do all of the talking? I know what my role is in our marriage. I'm mm-hmm. cool. My manhood is not impacted in any exactly. way. Go ahead and talk your talk. Because just like the kids know, if I get up and I say something, right? On the streets know, like, all right, if I if he get up, it's a real issue because when I talk, like I said, my voice is heavy and I'm quiet. But once I start talking, they take notice, they pay attention to what the hell I'm saying because it's just like, oh shit, he mm-hmm. must be mad now. So I mean it, it depends. So I wouldn't say so much stop talking. Just just learn when. Like if he starts talking, don't try to go back and forth with him. Yeah. Hear saying and then continue doing what you're doing gotcha definitely it is words of gold Ring words gold. of gold i like that gold there that is gold. i like that and that's something i definitely sure. work on. Hey, words of listen, gold. <laughs> got that from so problematic now <laughs> 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 oh, 
but okay. definitely that was something that definitely was needed. I think a lot of women we talk mm-hmm. and we don't really listen, mm-hmm. and that's one thing my therapist was like, "Yeah, it's time to start self-reflecting on where you kind of did some dirt in your shit." I was like, "Me?" But then as we went into, um, I was like, oh, "Me?" You know, therapist was cute and all until the homegirl went she, into yeah. self-reflecting on me and legit. The first day, the first session of self-reflecting, Axie's me, it fucked me all the way up. Mm-hmm. I I didn't call nobody for two she, weeks. Yeah, I went she ghost. Like, I think we we got the wrong one. This is the wrong one. This is the wrong one. It's the I wrong think. therapist. <laughs> but hindsight, twenty twenty, she did teach me to. She my my therapist is gangster, and sometimes that's what she says, and they're like, "What?" But I love her for that, and I was yeah. I pay her million dollars for that, and because I need a gangster therapist, and she was like, "All right, Julissa." You self-reflected. Um, so lesson number one, you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I was like, I like her. I was like, okay. She's like, you need to shut the fuck up. She's like, you need to just shut up and let somebody talk. Let so somebody talk. when you said that, it is true. I know for that for a fact, me shutting up is not my strong point, but it's something that I'm definitely working on. Um and Man, it's take and it's gonna take time. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Rome wasn't yeah. in the day. <laughs> yeah, somebody who's willing to put up with with your talking, per se, somebody who's willing to put up with it and help you simmer down and shut yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Because some like some guys that you know will get upset and oh, I don't believe that she's this or she's that, and just like all right, they like I said, they have to understand who they are and they have to understand who you are. Like my wife and I, if we get into a disagreement, I just shut the hell up and I'm gonna listen and go, okay. And I know, and this pisses, I think all women off, it pisses guys off too, just so people understand it. When you go, are you done? That I, (laughs) and at times I do that. And I know, you know, and it just, and my wife would go, okay. If it's me with the issue and I'm bringing it to my wife and she would go, okay. Are you done? And it's just like, what the fuck you mean? Am I done? You know, then you disagree. But you know, I mean, the, the guy, male, female, it doesn't matter. Whatever role you're in, you have to understand that. Like my wife will let me talk. And then, and yes, people, I said, let me talk. It's not a one-way thing. My wife lets me talk. I get out what I need to get out. She'll say what she has to say. And we could, and even if we don't agree, Mm-hmm. Hey, it's just like all right i heard what you had to say you heard what i had to say yeah so yeah sometimes oh, just hear are y'all taking this in i hope y'all taking this in please rewind if y'all didn't take that in okay because that was a word that, that was, was that word. was that was tv jet rango okay <laughs> tv rango right there tv rango tv not even jake's the rango so that is very true and sometimes yeah. it's just did you hear what i had to say and mm-hmm. that's just it because I was telling Kavina that the other day, people sometimes feel like there has to be a resolution or a middle ground. Sometimes it's just hearing. This is what I feel. This is what you feel. So we're aware of that in the day. And so what you uh, said is- Then a- I have a question for you two. So do you all, and uh, she's listening. Do you all have a problem apologizing? A problem apologizing? Oh. And then, whether in the moment, because like I just said, in- some disagreements, like for me, I, if I'm wrong, I'll apologize right away. My wife, we have to sleep on it. Let me let it marinate a little bit. The oh. next then I'll get the apology. And it's just like, oh, 
all right, I, and I'll take it. I don't fuss it. I'm a poke at her and be like, oh, it took you that long to apologize. So right. do, you, do either of you have a problem apologizing? No, I don't. I, I'm big on apology. I'm very big on apology. Um, a lot of women probably would be like, oh, Stacey, no. I'm very big on apology because I don't like to go to bed with that heavy heart. That's just me. I do not like to go to bed with that on my conscience. No. I, like I said, being raised in the Christian home, you, I, tomorrow's not promised to me or you. Exactly. I'll apologize and you'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm going to go ahead and sleep <laughs> on that shit like your wife and think about it. Because let me tell you what, I'm a talker. So I, and it's one thing I worked in therapy that I'm quick to just defend. I used to be so quick to just defend myself. Really? I'm a quick defender. So part of me self-reflecting was me really, was really her working with me to sit there and literally say to the person, let me think about it. Because okay. I, because I'm quick, I'm, I have a slick mouth. Not slick as in mean, but slick as I would come back real quick with things. Yeah. So for me, part of me fix, working, I'm thinking about working on who I am. I need to analyze my shit. Own yeah. up to it. That's, I do. that's true too. So for me personally, I need to, because sometimes I don't see where the hell I went wrong in the moment. And I might not see it till I go to bed. I might be hungry and tired and don't see that shit. But when I eat and I sleep and I get up in the morning and it's true, it's true. In the morning, but I, I do my devotional and I'll be like, okay, God, you know what? Mm, she's done that. Then I will come back and be like, you know what? Not be like, you know what? This and this and this and this, I shouldn't have done. I'm more in depth with the apology because I was I got time to actually analyze what I did and how I really messed up. The apology part, I have no problem doing. The time frame, I'm a defender, so I do need time to think about my shit. But I don't, but I, I don't see anything wrong with that though, because I mean, sometimes depending on what the disagreement was, mm-hmm. you need time to to process it and and see where you went wrong because you're Jay, you're a talker. So if you're used to doing all of the talking, you're not really hearing what the hell the other person is saying. You just going, going, going. And then something that the other person said will sink it when you go to bed. Cause now you two have, you know, just said, you know what? All right, we're just going to leave it here. We don't go, I'm going to go upstairs. You go downstairs. Mm -hmm. So now you'll be sitting there talking about, I don't believe this shit. Then when you go to bed talking about well, you know what? They had a point when they said this. Yep, that's me. I feel like mm-hmm. you just needed that time to process it. Ooh. Which is true. That's but true. I will say this also. I've learned in my apology that sometimes it is not so much what you said, but how you said it. And, yeah. and I, I think also, that's where I'm coming from. I've also learned that to you, it might not be hurtful, but if it hurt the person that you really do care about and love, you need to be coming to them out of a place of love and apology because and yeah. it's easy for me. And I've learned this, to be honest with you, because I'll be like, that was not even that big of a deal. But then I've learned to me, it wasn't, but to them it was. Mm-hmm. And you can't really dictate how somebody feels. You can't say you shouldn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. So with my apology, um, I've had to really learn was, okay, Julissa, it wouldn't have hurt you if they said it to you, but it hurt them when you said it. And you need to realize how you said it to them and how you hurt them by saying that. Right. And you can't just take your feelings and run with it. You got to take how they are. So that's something that I definitely had to work and on. And I think that's where my apology comes in is because I'm apologizing for probably most likely how I said what I said. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I'm sorry for what I'm saying in that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm just sorry for how I said it most of the time. So that's what I mean. Like I'm quick on apology, but then I'm going to come back to you later on and say, okay, let's talk about this. We're cool. If I really do apologize for what I said, 
I'm going to apologize for what I said. Mm -hmm. But if I don't, I'm just, we're going to talk it out. Mm -hmm. We know one thing I've also learned, always repeat. Like my ex got mad at me. He got annoyed. I used to be like, so just so I'm clear, Mm -hmm. when I said this, this got you upset. And he'd be like, yes, yes. I'm like, I'm repeating because I need to make sure I know what the fuck got you mad. I said a lot of shit a while ago. I need to make sure this one's like, because you're such a talker. What? My mouth was running like a bitch. I'm like, this part got you mad? Yeah. So then I know. In our, in our head we're processing it it's almost like you're poking at it so is this what really got you mad then you're saying <laughs> and then it's just like the fuck did i not say yes the first time so it seems like you're poking fun at us. i have been big See? on that he don't like repeating himself but, I, but i'm like that too i'm like wait so this is right that's me yeah i be trying because i'd be like hmm, i'm just trying to make sure i heard you clearly yeah because i'm like i'm making sure that's the right part that i'm apologizing right analyzing here because I, I said a lot of shit a lot of them but you know, you know how to look at it too look at it like when we go to the doctor you go to the doctor say oh i sprained my ankle and then the doctor grab your ankle and twist it this ankle here and you like this yes that's the one i told you hurt <laughs> <laughs> see i never seen it like we that but i see it. <laughs> oh, crap. okay 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 that's fine. Woo! He's gonna go he ahead and read us. us. He, got- he got us with that one. Bitch, I had to shut up. I thought I was doing something right a while ago. I was like, so this uh, one right here. That's why he used to be like, yes, Lisa, that part. I my, husband, like, my husband's like, I'm not repeating. <laughs> you better replay this. I was like, dang, so now I gotta go rethink about it. You gotta rethink about it. <laughs> it's true. But, yeah. It is true. Thanks for that information. For no real. But no, this oh was a definitely a great conversation, yo. Like mm-hmm. we we needed this. We needed this. I definitely wanted to talk about it. We did. We were, and we that's what we wanted to bring to you because we we're just like, we want to hear what you have to say about these certain topics and communication, yeah, showing emotion and just even with I love your question about forgiveness because forgiveness is one thing and is important, but I feel like in a marriage, like do you feel like just not forgiving, but learning to let go? Because resentment is real and resentment oh, yeah. will cause a breakup in a marriage. Um, so do you feel like you've got to forgive and then really learn to let go of that to not build resentment? Or do you feel like it's okay to forgive, remember, but don't hold the person accountable? Like, how do you feel you can afford uh, resentment to you? I, I hope this makes sense. It's because I always say, because like I said, I did some crazy shit when we first got married, but it's not so, I don't want to say let go, but you have to if you if you forget if you tell them that you for whoever is apologizing, but if you say, you know, I forgive you or whatever the case is, don't hold on to it because if you if it comes up every argument, you didn't really forgive. It's just mm-hmm. like I said, I'm quick to say, I will never ever say, oh, you know, forget about it. Oh, you forgave me, you shouldn't even be thinking about it no more. No, it's still there. It happens. You know that it happened. Right. But it's, or if you say I forgive you, then it's just like okay, you know I I don't even know how to say it without it sounding bad. Kind of put it, kind of put it on the back burner. You know the, the good analogy: the stove is on. You know it's some shit on that back stove. You know it's on, but you know you're not gonna forget about it. You're just not paying, so you might have put it on low simmer. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Exactly. It's always going to be there, no matter even if I tell you I forgive you. It's you, you know that is there. It's still you know I may do something that triggers that in my wife or whatever the case is, and it's not so much that she wants to bring it up, but it happened, and I can't just forget about it. So you know you could you can forgive, but you don't you never ever 
completely forget about it or forgive. You forgive, but you don't 100% forgive. You might do 75%. That 25 is still out there. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. definitely. I can speak on that too. Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Like I said, things, I've been with my husband since 2006. And obviously, I wouldn't go all the way back and be like, this, I remember this, or, you know, like, to be honest, it's the past. Why am I bringing it? If I forgave you or you forgave me, why are we bringing it up right now? Yeah. Unless you, unless you did the same thing exactly, mm -hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if it was a trigger, I'd be like, what? I'll look, but I ain't gonna bring it up. Yeah. I'm not gonna throw it back into your face again. I'm gonna just be yeah. paying attention, like, yeah. okay. <laughs> but you know i i don't know i mean it is there like you said you in our heads whoever is the party at fault you want the shit to go away but you know if you're honest with yourself you know that it's never going to go away because it, like i said the smallest thing you could be watching american horror story you will see whatever your show is you could be watching something and some shit come across the screen and you like fuck why do you have to bring talk about that right Right. It, it happens. It, it does happen. And it's just like, and when the, when the shit happened, you got to look over at your partner and go, did she see that? Or did he see that shit too? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It happens, you know. <laughs> I wish you so much. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but, but, um, just like Susie said, this was definitely an enlightening conversation. And it was very true. All the things. Is there any last word before we can wrap this up that you want to tell? First of all, Tell our viewers where they can find you on every platform, mm -hmm. a little bit about your podcast, and any last thoughts that you Definitely. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so we need to talk 23. Um, you can find me on all streaming platforms except iHeartRadio. So Amazon, um, iTunes, uh, Spotify, any place. You can find it anywhere. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. So you can find me on YouTube. We need to talk 23. Um, I'm on break right now. This is actually the first show that I've done while I've been on my break. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you all, you know, helping me get back in the fold. Definitely. Um, um, but, you know, I usually drop on Wednesdays with this, uh, with my new upcoming season. Um, I don't know if I'm going to change the days, but it's just usually every Wednesday I drop a new, a new episode and, I have some really, really good shows lined up. Like I said, you all are going to be in the, my new upcoming season. So, uh, okay. um, any words of wisdom? I mean, actually, Cece brought it up. It does not matter what the argument is. If you all, if you both are sleeping in the same house, it does not have to be the same room, depending on what the argument was about. If you're sleeping in the same house, do not go to bed angry. Yeah. You that person. You love them, even if they don't say it back for your own conscience, for your own sake. You tell that person you love them. Yeah. Because like I said, I always tell my wife, I don't care what our argument is about. Unless, you know, as long as there's nothing over the top. Right, but right. You know, regular argument. We're not going to bed without, you know, I can say I love you. Fuck you. I, all right, cool. You know, <laughs> I got it off my chest, but. I don't want to go to bed with that heavy heart. And because like I said, God forbid, like you said, we're not promised tomorrow. Very and true. If you don't wake up tomorrow, I don't wake up tomorrow. I don't want my last thought of you or your last last thought of me being, you know what, you know, I said fuck you before we went to bed or we were arguing. 
Understandable. Not my last words. So. Hmm. Oh, definitely. So on that note, we will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. 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 <laughs>